Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hello, OA family. Um, I'm Michelle, and I am a compulsive overeater. And I am nervous and grateful um, that Patty asked me to share. Many of you have heard parts and lots of my story. Um, we'll see. We'll see what comes out of my mouth today. Um, if there are any newcomers, welcome to you. You are why we're all here. Um, and and yeah, many years ago when I walked into these rooms as a newcomer, I'm grateful that many of you that are in this room today were here. Um, so. I will definitely talk about the tools and I wanna give just sort of a, a background of what it was like, what happened and what it's like now. Um, I was born many years ago to two compulsive overeaters. Um, I grew up a chubby kid. When I look back at photos, which I didn't get my act together to share them today, this platform is different than when I'm sitting in the room with you guys. Um, I grew up just pretty much a, a garden variety chubby kid. I, I wasn't like a super big kid. I was chubby. Um, and I hated that word as a kid, but that is the reality of what my existence was. Um, when I was 13, my father died. And at that time, I, I can see a marked decision that was made. I turned to food for comfort. Um, and when one eats more food than their body needs, weight is gained. Um, my top measured weight was 442 pounds, and that was sometime in the 90s. Um, and I did lots of, not not tons of things, but I did different things to try to lose weight. And, and I had, quote, success at doing that um, many times. I also had a lot of success in gaining that weight back. Um, and I did that for a while. And what happened, part one, um, is that in 2004, I came in to quote this room um, and I found some recovery. I feel like I didn't all the way commit to doing the steps. I did release some weight, um, but while, while I found some serenity, I just, I, I didn't show up 100%, I don't think. Um, and in 2008, my life took me to the peninsula. So I left the East Bay area and made some kind of faltering attempts at finding program on that side of the bay and um, essentially relapsed and kind of left the rooms for, I don't have an exact date of when I came back in my head locked in, but I would say I was gone for probably five or six years. Um, and what happened part two is that around 2014 or 2015, again, I'm not exactly sure when, um, after having made some attempts outside of program to handle the weight, you know, um, I, I just, my higher power, I'm guessing, reminded me, oh, you know, there's still a way you could check out OA. And I found myself willing, I was living in Fremont at the time. Um, you know, I had many times looked up and knew there was a Monday night meeting. And one day I found myself in that meeting and um, 
I was not very serene and I showed up and I was resistant. And every week I found a reason in my head to not go. And then I still found myself there. And the wonderful thing is that they welcomed me in all that resistance. Like nobody said, go away. Like they all were like, we're glad you're here. And I was like, okay, that doesn't really, okay. I'm okay. And, and I kept coming back. And, and it was during those years um, that I, I made a commitment to myself to keep coming back. And that commitment is, is still present today. Um, so what it's like now, um, I work an imperfect program one day at a time. I'm miraculously, by the grace of God, maintaining over 200 pound weight loss from that top weight. Um, and some days I feel like that isn't enough. And then I just am reminded of my higher power that this, this is where I am today. Um, I, again, like I already said, I make a daily commitment to myself to keep coming back. And my current food plan is three meals a day with two optional snacks. I really only have a handful of like red light foods, um, but mostly my focus is on trying to stay aligned with what my higher powers will is for me and to stay aware of when I'm trying to take back the wheel. Um, so, so that's the, the background, um, the tools of the program. There are so many, right? There's nine. And I use each one of them in different ways. Sometimes I use one a little more than others. Um, and I think what I've realized recently is that the literature is something that, um, is helpful and I'm sure there's other parts that, that are helpful as well. Um, I know sponsorship is, is a very important part, um, being sponsored, um, that has been a super important part. And so what I want to do is read, um, Kindness is a topic that has come up, and I'll, I'll give more background on that, but I um, turned to the literature to find something to share with you guys about kindness. Um, it's from December 9th in For Today. Um, what wisdom can you find that is greater than kindness? Jean-Jacques Rousseau. To paraphrase a well-known saying, I have met wisdom and I have met kindness. Kindness is better. Wisdom is profound and we are impressed by it, but kindness is both profound and simple. It warms the soul long after it is experienced. Kindness is at the very heart of what it means to be human. If we are not kind to one another in Overeaters Anonymous, where then can we expect kindness? Whether we are abstaining and working the program to the best of our ability or we are not. We belong in OA and have a right to be treated with kindness. For today, kindness to myself and others is a hallmark of recovery. And, you know, it was, it's funny, as, I'm, as I was reading that, I had read it before, and now as I'm reading it, thinking in context of what I had just shared, that is why I'm sitting here today with a commitment to keep coming back because of the kindness that was provided to me in those rooms in Fremont. Um, Sponsorship, I, I spoke to that tool as being important. Um, in the last couple of weeks, my sponsor sort of checked in with me and wanted me to sort of define um, how I look at my higher power. And, you know, I mean, I've been in and out of these rooms since 2004. So I, I, 
I just, I, I was almost, I think a little bit offended that anyone would question what, who my higher power was and, and whether I was in touch with it. And, you know, I was like, yeah, my higher power is kind and loving. And, and as I was saying it, I didn't feel it. I really didn't feel it. And she questioned me again. And, and I was like, oh, wait, oops, my higher power slipped back into that, that, you know, God that I was raised with, that was kind of mean and standing on a hill and telling me what to do. And, and I was like, oh, whoa, how did that happen? And as, as I was thinking through my new job description for my new higher power, kindness is what came up for me. Um, and that was partly because my sponsor helped me to, to sort of frame how that might look. Um, yeah, that, 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 that would probably be the higher power to align with um, is one that that was being kind instead of telling me what to do. Um, so so that that was running in my head. And then I have a mug and it actually says be kind. And one day after we'd had that conversation about kindness, um, I was going to put it away. It had been washed. I was going to put it away and it hit on a piece of metal and the handle broke off into three pieces. And I was like, okay, first that very unkind voice came up in my head and was like, why were you rushing? How could you do that? Pat's niece made that for us. Oh my goodness. This is just like a travesty. And luckily the kinder higher power popped up and said, you know, accidents happen. Maybe you can glue it together. And, and the process through which I sat with that was just such an interesting process. Um, I, I got out my super glue and I'm like, I'm going to, you know, they, they fit together pretty well, you know, and I was like, I can do this. I can do this. The glue wouldn't come out of the container. I was like, oh, great. The glue's too old. I can't even. And, and this process of sitting with this mug and the three pieces of the handle and, and just going to that like mean place and then going to that kind place, it was like this little dance. And at the end of the day, the handle came together. I don't know whether we should really use the mug, but it looks like a mug now and it may turn into a pencil 10 minutes I can't believe or at 11 minutes um I you know it may end up being a pencil holder but but it, it it's together and it's not a coincidence that it said be kind on the mug is is my point to that whole story um so yeah, true to form. I, I may have gotten to the end of what I really wanted to share with you guys today um yeah, I think I think I did. I think I got to the end. I am grateful for the kindness in this room. I'm grateful to see all of your faces, even though we're not in the same room. Um, I've kind of gotten used to seeing you guys this way. It's going to feel a little weird when we can be in the same room, possibly. But um, thank you for for asking me to share and for allowing me to do service. Thank you.